0: Hey guys, it's your host, Molly, and welcome back to another week, another episode of The Importance of Everything, the podcast. Thanks so much for joining me today, because we're going to be talking about some really cool things surrounding rejection. So stick around. Today, I don't know, I'm feeling a little weird, but also good. But weird. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't posted an episode for, like, the past three weeks, I think. Because, I don't know. I've just been so tired. But from doing what you ask, literally from doing nothing, I never leave my house except to go to work um, or go on a bike ride. And, yeah. And, like, I'm going to bed at 9 o'clock every night. Like... Waking up at eight. That's a solid, like eleven hours of sleep. But uh yeah, I don't know. For some reason I'm still so exhausted and for what, I don't know. But that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah, the last couple weeks I just I haven't really felt the urge to like have conversations with other people and like I don't know why. So anyway, that's why I didn't post an episode, but especially a bonus episode that I want to release pretty soon. Which I'm so excited about. And yeah. How was my week? My week was pretty good. Or I guess I should probably say weeks. Hold on. Sorry. I'm sitting on a swivel chair. And my leg is itchy. I'm just Anyway, yeah, my week or weeks, depending on how you want to do it, they all kind of blur into each other, so I'm just gonna tell you about my week. My week was pretty good. Um what happened? I feel like actually a lot of things happened in the past three weeks. Ugh, Olivia Rodrigo's album came out yesterday, and I think I listened to it at least seven times. Um I've memorized the words to, like, half the songs, and I'm on my way to memorizing Jealousy, Jealousy. Um, Just because her songwriting is... Okay, no, I'm not going to get into it now, because I literally could talk about it for days and days. Um, But, yeah, if you haven't listened, you should. It's really good. Um, And then, what else? Oh, also, I started watching High School Musical, the musical, the series, the second season. And I forgot how fun it is. Like it's just it's so like lighthearted and fun and musical and my inner theater kid really appreciates that. So, I'm happy with that as well. Um other than those kind of pop culture moments, I mean my week has been pretty good. I didn't really do too much. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Work has been good. I've been working about 20 hours a week which is pretty good. I work in a bakery. If you didn't know from the many times, I refuse to shut up about it. But um, yeah, it's just, it's so fun. And it's like, I don't know, all the people who work there are super nice as well. So yeah, I'm quite grateful for that. But yeah, basically that was my week. I didn't really do too much, but it was nice and chill. Oh, actually, I totally lied. I finished my paint by numbers, which has been probably a month in the making um every night even every day like I multiple there were multiple days in the time when I was working on it where I spent like at least eight hours a day just painting and I definitely did not need to take that long but uh I finished it and I feel like a new person now because I'm like wow art remember how you like to do that (laughs) no okay Yeah, that's another thing. I feel like IB kind of made me forget that I have hobbies and enjoy partaking in those hobbies, which is super fun. Anyway, I can post it on the podcast Instagram, and I totally will because I really want to (laughs) flex because it's really beautiful. Um, but, But yeah, I finished it. So, you know, kind of living for that. Um, yeah, anyway, this was not what I wanted to talk about all episode, but the real thing that I wanted to talk about is rejection slash failure. I kind of got the inspiration for this episode uh, last night, because, or maybe two nights ago now, I guess, yeah. Um. So, rejection slash failure... It's an inevitable part of life and we all know that but it still sucks and it still hurts quite a bit when you actually experience that like when I was applying to university um I was super inter- in oh my god I, can't speak. I was super interested in applying for psychology um, and like sciencey things too but I was also really... At the beginning at least, I was also really interested in applying for nursing programs. Um, So I applied for a nursing program at DAL, at uOttawa, and at Queens, Um, and found out last night I didn't get into any of them. So that kind of hurt, Um, especially since like I do think I would be a great nurse. Yeah, anyway, so I just kind of wanted to talk about, like, that and then my other experiences with rejection slash failure, and probably slip into my side role as an inspirational life coach, because I feel like that's kind of where my headspace is at right now. So, you know, this episode, for you is always going to contain some very cheesy phrases, some very, like, like, white mom posts this in the kitchen with, like, the cursive script and, like, very live, laugh, love, very, very home is where the heart is um, type of things. But you know what? It's going to be a good time. We're going to get real. Um, and, yeah, let's get into it. So, yeah, I got rejected from all three nursing programs, and I think like the part that kind of hurt the most for me it wasn't that I like like really 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 wanted to be a nurse. You know what I mean? Like for me I had already accepted a psychology program and I love psychology. So I was I'm still super excited about that and I was um when I accepted it and I was like okay this is where I want to be this is what I want to do and especially since it's so general so I figured like like okay look at all these like probably the career I'm going to end up doing doesn't even exist yet but like that's so cool so I accepted the psychology program and I was super excited about that I so once I accepted it I heard back from uh nursing at Dal in Ottawa. Actually, I don't think I ever heard back from you Ottawa, but whatever. Um so I heard back from nursing at Dal and I got rejected from that. That's like okay, like um, that's fine. I still have two more options and it's like it's fine. And then yeah, come to think of it, I never actually heard back from you Ottawa from there as well and I was like okay, well I still have Queens, you know, like Uh, I don't think I'll get in, so I'll prepare myself for that. You know, like, either way I'll be fine, because I've already accepted my program, I know that, like, psychology is what I want to do, where I want to be. Last night, or I guess two nights ago, we were watching the Leaf game as a family, as Canadians do. Leafs as in, like, Toronto Maple Leafs hockey team. I don't know if that probably didn't need any clarification. Yeah, so we were watching the Leafs game, and Tavares had just, like, Corey Perry had just accidentally kneed him in the head, and he was, you know, being stretched off the ice. Um, and so, of course, that made me want to check Twitter and see if the Leafs had, like, sent out any messages or updates or something, because my whole family was freaking out about it. Um Side note, I really hope he's okay, like, that looked so painful, and I doubt any of the Leafs, or Corey Perry for that matter, um, slept a wink that night. So I was checking Twitter, and then I noticed a notification from my Gmail, and it popped up, and it was a rejection letter from Queen's Nursing. And, to be honest, like, did I really think I was going to get in? I don't think so. But I guess a small part of me was still hoping that I would. And I had been talking with my mom about it, and it wasn't that I necessarily wanted, like, so much to be a nurse. Because realistically, I I don't think I did. Like, I remember at the beginning, I applied for it, and then, you know, as we got kind of closer to, like, you know, as the admissions process was rolling out, I, i definitely thought about it more and I was like, "Mm, do I really want to be a nurse? It's so specific so early and I don't even know if I, and I've never experienced it. I've barely even been in a hospital setting. So how do I even know that that's what I want to do for the rest of my life? And like, I didn't think that I did and I still don't think that I did. But reading that rejection letter, it hurt more than I thought it would. But, like, when I've gotten accepted to places, it's it's like a weird reversal of emotions where, of course, I'm, I'm happy that I got accepted. But, like, in the moment, I was like, hmm, like, I feel like I should feel more happy. And I was talking about this with my friend Hannah. And, um... She agreed, like, she kind of felt the same way. She was like, this is it? This is a little anticlimactic? And I feel that. So I didn't really, I don't really know why I felt so... ...so disappointed about nursing. Um, It would be kind of interesting to read the rejection letter that they wrote me, Um, because I feel like we, I just kind of want to, it's a little bit cathartic. Okay, subject line, Queen's University, an update on your application. I'm not gonna read my student ID. (laughs) Um, Okay, dear Molly, Thank you for applying. I am writing to update you on the status of your application to the Bachelor of Nursing Science Program at Queen's University. The Bachelor of Nursing Science Program is extremely competitive and we have many more qualified applicants than we can accommodate. After careful consideration of your application and supporting documents, I regret to inform you that we are not able to make you an offer of admission and that your application is no longer under consideration for this program. If you had applied to more than one program at Queen's, please know that we consider every application blah, blah, blah. I appreciate your interest in Queen's University and hope that you will be successful in your future studies. First off, I think part of the reason why it hurt is that I haven't experienced reduction a lot in my life. So, you know, I guess that feeling of something that I'm not used to being uncomfortable at the same time, I think it's also it's like if I had gotten in, I don't know that I would have like given up the program that I'm currently um, enrolled in, like the program that I chose originally. I don't know if I would have given that up to go into nursing. So it's not necessarily that I even wanted so badly to be a nurse. Because I don't know if I did. But I think my dad said this last night. We were talking about it. um, It's always nicer to have that choice in your hands. Rather than have someone else make that choice for you. Um, And... Yeah, I feel like that's definitely true. I mean... Yeah, it it definitely hurts. Not gonna lie. I think also, especially since... That was kind of the last one, and I was waiting on that one. And I think at the end of the day, it's a nice feeling to be wanted. Especially since... That program was super competitive. Like I've said, I've said this a million times before, but I'm definitely my own worst critic. And last night, when I was kind of, you know, I was kind of feeling disappointed and sad and all of those things, um, and probably a little bit sorry for myself. But I mean, it's not the end of the world. In reality, Like, I wasn't even sure that I was going to go through nursing or that I was going to go into nursing. I wasn't even sure that I wanted to. And that's not me being like, like, oh, I didn't get in, so, like, guess it wasn't meant to be. I do think that that line of thought has so much validity and it's just, like, the path that you were meant to go. But I'm honestly generally i'm on you oh my god i'm genuinely interested in psychology i love it i think it's so interesting but then at the same time i think it's still completely valid to feel disappointed over kind of a door being closed like that and it's not even that it's closed permanently like you know, there's this nursing accelerated route that you can do in two and a half years rather than four. And you know, if I really still wanted to be a nurse, which I don't currently, but like if I did decide that nursing was what I wanted to do, I could just do that after undergrad. You know what I mean? So like, it's not like it was some big life altering thing. Still valid to feel a little bit disappointed over it. My dad always likes to push this notion of failing forward. So for every failure that you experience, it just pushes you to be a better person and to improve and to do to do better and to be better um, and to have a better mindset going into the next thing. And that failure is actually an opportunity for growth like, if I had gone to this school rather than this school, like, what if I had met uh, different people? And, like, would I have liked it there? Would I have not liked it there? Would I have liked the people? Would I fit in? Would I feel comfortable, or at least more comfortable in myself? All these what-if questions. And I think, obviously, there's no way to know. And I think you're going to end up where you're meant to end up. I don't know if anyone else can relate to this but the last time I was talking with my therapist she told me that a lot of times I like push my emotions down and I like say that I'm fine when I'm not and when I'm like actually disappointed about something I don't like letting other people see that I'm upset or disappointed which I think that definitely checks like It's important to just be able to sit with your emotions and, like, feel them in their entirety. So I've been trying to do that more often. And I think that's definitely a great piece of advice. And I feel like it can apply to a lot of situations in life. Um, I don't know. It's this weird thing where, like, in our society... I mean, not to get too deep here, but um, it's this weird thing in our society where, like, vulnerability and even if you wanted to go into it, like, traditionally feminine displays of behavior or emotion, like, vulnerability, feeling strong emotions, even if you look at any female politician, um... They have to be a 100 times more composed than the male politicians because it's only in that, like, that they'll be able to be seen as professional. It's this weird thing where all of society is taught to suppress their emotions for fear of making other people uncomfortable. And I feel like this applies so vastly for men in particular. I can't really speak to, you know what it's like growing up as a man in terms of socialization and stuff, but at least as a woman, we're socialized, only feel certain emotions that are deemed as acceptable, right? So feel happy, feel grateful, feel appreciative, kind of all those quote-unquote good emotions, whereas like, Something like sadness, rage, anger, all those, quote-unquote, ugly emotions. They're not as acceptable. It's when we explain those emotions, we're deemed the crazy ex-girlfriend. We're deemed uh, unprofessional. We're deemed too emotional. You know what I mean? Whereas, at least in the case of male and female politicians, um or even just in any industry, like in the words of Taylor Swift, a man can react, a woman can only overreact. Um, And then, but even just looking, you know, from my brothers as, you know, male people in our society, um, and even among them, you know, displays of vulnerability, traditionally feminine displays of emotion, such as, you know, crying, or, you know, expressing vulnerability among your friends, or even just, like, showing casual affection to your friends, like, hugging your friends. I-, I feel like it's so looked down upon for guys to do that. And that must be so tough. Like, I don't know, as a girl, and even just among my friend group. Like, every single time, not in COVID, obviously, but, like, every single time I would see my friends, I would always give them a hug. If we want to get into it, and looking at the time, I think that we do. Um, Like, even if you just look at it that way, women and men are socialized in completely different ways. And familiar to, to, to do that as a girl at least in my experience obviously can't speak for universally but um i actually i really want to do an episode about like socialization and like cultural and whether it different like is different uh from like a western perspective to eastern to like cross-culturally i think that would be so interesting uh, to determine how we're socialized, because we really are. But, um, anyway, so my whole point of that little tangent was to just go back to the whole notion of rejection. Somehow, I feel, like, like wrong for feeling angry or feeling sad or disappointed that I got rejected for from something like it doesn't even have to be about university; it can just be about like anything. I feel all those quote-unquote ugly emotions. I know it's a podcast, so you can't actually see me talking, um, but I'm doing air quotes every single time I say it, like good or bad or like ugly or beautiful emotions. Uh, because there is no such thing as good or bad emotions, they're just emotions. Am I talking about the acclaimed Carly Rae Jefferson album, Emotion, you ask? No, no I'm not. But I think, like, at the end of the day, I am glad, so happy, so grateful. Oh my god, I just did it again, didn't I? Okay. I think in life we're constantly learning and unlearning just about every single aspect of what makes us human and what makes us ourselves. So I'm going to go try to unlearn a little bit more. Um, And, you know, kind of come to terms with this and figure out how to deal with it. But at the same time, I can still allow myself to feel disappointed. And that's what I'm going to go do. So anyways, I hope you have a great week. Let me know. Hopefully this episode, some of you guys could relate to it. Um, Because I feel like I definitely needed to hear this when, well, literally at any point in my life. Um, I think this episode was more for me than it was for you guys. No offense um but i don't know the important thing to remember here oh my gosh it's the titular role um so the important thing to remember here i think is that rejection is a part of life and failure is a part of life and kind of the sooner that we're all able to come to terms with that in a society that increasingly demands perfection, um, the happier we will all be. If I look back in my life, every single failure that has occurred has always led me to a better outcome. And like, I genuinely feel like a better person because of it. And that's not just me saying cheesy wine mom quotes, that's literally just like the truth. So I think it's going to be cool to have this episode and like look back on the disappointment. And, you know, in the future, I mean, I think rejection and failure, it's always going to hurt a little bit. They get more comfortable with being uncomfortable. So yeah, anyways, I don't know if this is applicable to your situation. But if you are really down on yourself right now, I know it's hard, I know it sucks, I know you might be really, really disappointed about something, and maybe you didn't even think that you cared about it that much. I know in my case I didn't. Being a human can be so messy and complicated sometimes, like... If my brain could just be straightforward <laughs> with myself, um, that would be way more convenient. But um, as always, you got this. I believe in you. Mm, let's do let's do a weekly challenge. I feel like this is a good thing that I kind of want to get into. Um, okay, this week's weekly challenge is give five people a compliment like show your appreciation for five people and that could be like in the form of a compliment it could be in the form of buying someone flowers it could be just like a really nice hug with one of your family members it could be anything you want but show your genuine appreciation for five people in your life um and i think that's the weekly challenge. And it could be anyone. It could be your parent, your grandparent, your teacher, your friends, a neighbor, your mailman, garbage truck employee, um, the essential workers at your grocery store, you know, whatever you'd like. But um, I feel like giving thanks and showing thanks and gratitude It always comes back to gratitude with me, but um, I don't know. I feel like that's important. So that's the weekly challenge. You can let me know how it goes in the DMs or if it goes at all. Um, But I think it's kind of a fun thing to do. Yeah. I recorded this episode around two weeks ago from the time that you guys are hearing it. And I think then it was still very new to me. Um, but honestly, I am really glad that I experienced that because I feel like it's going to make me a more resilient person in the long run, and so I'm actually very grateful for it. What's that saying? Time heals all wounds. I think it's that. So if you're dealing with something similar, give it a little bit of time. Feel all your feelings. Okay, I'm thinking for the outro of this episode. Let's let's hype each other up a bit. Let's like good vibes going, um, good times on the podcast. Let's hype each other up. You got this. You're amazing. You're capable. You're strong. You are intelligent. You are beautiful inside and out. And I am so proud of you for continuing to try even when things can be super tough or super emotional or super new or uncomfortable. You got this. I'm so proud of you. And also, by the time you guys are hearing this, it's going to be Pride Month. So happy Pride. Let's celebrate, let's educate, let's learn ourselves. And um keep an eye out on the podcast instagram at tioe podcast for more resources surrounding pride and its origins and everything like that so keep an eye out um but for now i hope you're doing okay